0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm doing something I have yet to do since starting this podcast today, and that is hosting alone. Brittany is out, and normally when that happens, we have gotten guests on in the past, but I thought today, why don't I just come on myself and chat one on one with you guys? Um, So bear with me as I talk to myself (laughs) at you guys with you guys for. Who knows how long I can ramble for? We'll see. But Brittany is out. She's not feeling well, and we hope she feels better. It was kind of ironic, though, because on the way here, I was like, girl, rest. Don't worry about it. I've got this. And then I started to not feel that well. So, a little ironic, but hopefully, I also don't get what she's got, whatever it is. Let's get into it, though. We usually start with a little recap, and it's going to be kind of dry because. It's dry January, as I mentioned in the previous podcast. I've stuck with it thus far, though. Little props for that. And it's a little wild because I put myself to the ultimate test. One too many times on this podcast, I've said I have a favorite restaurant and it's my favorite restaurant because the margarita specifically. I took myself during dry January, during the first week of it, to said restaurant. And I did not have said margarita. So that's extreme props. I will say, if you're trying to do dry January, it was a lot easier because the people we were with also are doing it and didn't drink. So that's my tip. If you're struggling, you're still in it, find some friends who are also doing it. It makes it a little easier. I will tell you what, though, I'm also going to be put to the ultimate test this weekend because. The Lions are playing the Rams for their first playoff game. And when we inevitably win, it's going to be really hard to not have a celebratory drink. However, I'm going to do it, and the Lions are going to do it as well. Also, back to a little weekend recap. I, along with I feel like millions of people, watched the Gypsy Rose Blanchard Prison Confessions docuseries that came out. If you don't know or you're not caught up, what, are you living under a rock? No, I'm just kidding. If you're not following, Gypsy Rose Blanchard's story just recently kind of blew back up on the internet because Gypsy Rose Blanchard was a victim of Munchausen by proxy who ended up, I think I can say, unaliving her mother who was the abuser. She spent eight out of a ten-year sentence in prison and was just released in December. So, along with that, her story kind of started resurfacing, and this docu series is a three-part, three-day series came out on Lifetime. I will say I didn't really learn too much new information watching it, but if you like true crime, if you like documentaries, you'll probably like it. So, I did that this past weekend, along with. That was not so productive, but a little more productive time spent. I took down my Christmas decor. And as you can see, the studio is also Christmas decorless. Finally, I don't know what took me so long this year. I really just had no motivation to do it. And I will say, the girl math isn't mathing when it takes three times longer to put everything away than it did to put it up. How is that possible? Shouldn't it take the same amount of time, you would think. But it didn't. But we made it through. We put it away. Another update, though, from last podcast, I was talking about one of my inns, besides dry January, besides whatever else I said. I did stick to my one hour a day TikTok limit during the week. You're not going to believe that when I bring up everything I saw on TikTok throughout this episode. But I did throughout the week. I was able to stick to my one hour time limit. Highly recommend. However, when it got to the weekend, it was not so smooth. I found myself hitting ignore on the limit. And I think I may have robust a little too close to the sun when I put one hour to start with. I think maybe I could have spent January with a two hour limit and then went to a one-hour limit. But I think it's fine because if we start out not perfect, we're just leaving room for improvement. And that's with any of our ins and outs this year. So I say to you, you're probably in the same boat, maybe. Hopefully not, but maybe. And if you are, just let's improve. Next year, next year, (laughs) next month, maybe we're hitting our goals 80% of them. Maybe the next month, 90%. Right now, I, th- I feel like I'm at 70% with achieving my ins and outs. So we've got plenty of time throughout the year to get those ins and outs goals. So no rush, I say to you. I also spent this weekend watching Breaking Bad. And I know that I am very late to this party. And maybe the niche of watching it has passed. I'm fully invested though right now and I have a bone to pick with the writers of the show because what I will say if you haven't watched it you might not get this but maybe you will basically the main guy Walter White is secretly making illicit substances or what's it called whatever you get the point he's making an illicit substance And a controlled substance, not even controlled, illegal. That's what I'm looking for. Illegal substance. And his wife doesn't know. He's keeping it a secret from her. And what my problem is, is how unrealistic it is that the wife is accepting so much secrecy. I'm sorry, but if this was Evan for any, I don't know what world that would, that would never happen. But if it was, or I thought he was keeping a secret. I would find out what the secret was three days tops and how this wife has not found out is so unrealistic to me. I'm just not buying it. So that's my problem with the show. Um, If you've watched it, please comment and tell me if you agree. I feel like she would have already figured it out. Just not realistic. Well, speaking of not realistic, another update from last week. So we talked about You know, for some reason, only on TikTok, we were hearing rumors that the New York New York New Year's Eve ball drop was hit by fireworks and didn't really drop and everyone had to evacuate. And because I'm such a journalist, I was like, you know, that's not really on the internet. So we're not really sure if that's true. We don't think that's true. And as I do with most things I bring up, I do look them up before I talk about them. And so I kind of knew maybe it was fake, but it was confirmed fake by the woman who created the video. So she came on and showed everybody how she made the fake video using AI, using technology. And I guess her lesson was how easy it is to fake stuff on the internet. And it did work because a lot of people on TikTok did believe that it was fake but she didn't fool me because i'm a journalist and i use google so i guess the lesson is google it not just don't just get it from TikTok today's episode is brought to you by factor meals you know what's in for 2024 stress-free healthy ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door that's why i'm so excited to partner with factor meals Using the link in our bio, you can skip the grocery store's prep work and cooking fatigue and keep your resolutions of eating at home more as simple as possible with 50% off. I'm using Factor to get chef created, dietitian approved meals delivered to make my in for 2024 of eating at home during the week not just doable, but enjoyable. I'm not falling for the trap of takeout food, and it has never been easier. With Factor Meals, you can choose from over 35 meals per week. Including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more, and feel good about what you're eating. Head to factormeals.com slash JALS50 and use code JALS50 to get 50% off. That's code JALS50 at factormeals.com slash JALS50. Thank you to Factor Meals for sponsoring today's episode. Another thing, though, that it's kind of a conspiracy going around on the TikTok. Aliens in the Miami Mall. And I think this one's so funny because, not that I don't believe in aliens, but do I believe that the first place they're going to go to is the Miami Mall? I, I don't think so. But people are alleging they saw 8 to 10 foot creatures teleporting through the mall Hundreds of cops came to the mall and they were all had to delete their videos, like talk to the police before they left. And no one could get this information out. They alleged that helicopters were surrounding the mall. Air traffic was shut down because there was aliens. I also saw a conspiracy about this, that there's an alien base in Antarctica. And if you put in the coordinates of the Miami Mall backwards, it lands you in Antarctica. So they think that, they being TikToker people, think that the aliens were really trying to teleport to their base in Antarctica and accidentally went to the Miami Mall. Not really sure here what to believe, but I will tell you this. I don't believe the story that that there was hundreds of cops coming to the mall because teenagers were fighting with sticks. I mean, I feel like if maybe they would have said something besides sticks, I would have found it more believable, but I feel like even kids on the playground don't fight with sticks, so I'm not too sure about that one. But that was a story that the news was saying, hundreds of cops went to break up a teenage fight with sticks. Not sure really what to believe here. But I will tell you this, I can't believe how many stories I'm hearing about 10-year-olds terrorizing Sephoras. Have you heard this? Because I was kind of shocked. First of all, I do feel like 10 years old is when you kind of start getting into makeup. I'm sure it's earlier now because of the internet. But I remember being 10. I think the only thing I probably got was mascara. And I vividly remember Not And it wasn't from Sephora either. It was from like drugstores like CVS, Walgreens. And I vividly also remember getting the foundation that was like an aerosol foam that you would put and then rub on your face. Comment if you remember that. But that's what I remember for 10-year-old makeup. It was no Sephora level kind of thing. And people are saying these 10-year-olds are going to Sephora's And getting in arguments over the last products with adults because they want them. And I heard one story that a 10-year-old offered to give the adult woman her last product if the woman gave her in exchange her $400 Gucci ring. I can't, I mean, I will say this. I'm shocked that 10-year-olds are wanting this makeup kind of, but I'm not that shocked at the same time because I don't know about you. But about a couple months ago, I started getting these videos from I would say middle school aged girls doing get ready's with me on TikTok. And while I was listening to them, I low key felt like I was being bullied. They were kind of ruthless, and they were just talking about school and stuff, but they didn't really have a filter and it was a little alarming (laughs) to me. And I will say this, teens kind of do scare me a little. So I kind of get this whole vibe, but some people were coming on being like, how is an adult not know how to handle arguing with kids in Sephora? Like, what are we doing here? I don't know, man. This is, it's a whole new society when 10 year olds are trying to buy makeup at Sephora and arguing with adults over it and not caring. But I don't know what, I was going to say it's a, a new society when 10 year olds want to make themselves older and the older generation would make themselves younger. But I feel like that's always been a thing. So probably just more doable and achievable when 10 year olds are buying makeup from Sephora <laughs> instead of CVS or wherever. Um, but yeah, that's that's going on right now. Another thing I saw this week that was absolutely wild. Kind of scared me. I already don't really love traveling on planes, but when I saw this, it kind (laughs) of seals the deal a little more. A piece of a plane from Alaskan Airlines flew off mid-flight from 16,000 feet. Air masks came down, emergency landing, and one passenger lost their phone out of the Hole in the plane while they were in the air, supposedly. I'd say there's a few lessons out of this, but the main one I'm taking is no exit row seating. I already felt that way, and I don't know why I felt so strongly about it. I think it may be because one time when we were sitting exit row, the lady asked me if I was old enough to sit exit row, and I think the cutoff age is about 13, and I was heavily 22 at the time. So That was a little traumatizing for me. Also, I just don't want that kind of responsibility if anything happens. Luckily, in this scenario, no one was sitting in those seats because it was an old exit door that they had patched up on the plane. So no one was sitting there, luckily. But I think that's what I'm really solidifying taking away from this. No exit row seating for me. Something else, though, that people are taking out of this, apparently, allegedly, The plane that this happened to is a specific kind of plane that has had issues in the past where 346 people were unalived by this specific type of plane having a malfunction in the past few years. So these planes are Boeing 737 MAX planes. The one specifically that this just happened with was a MAX 9 plane and they did an inspection on the plane and actually found loose bolts, and other issues with part of the aircraft that failed. And in the past, when the 346 people were sadly unalived, same kind of plane, different max number, I guess there's different kinds, but the investigation revealed problems with the design of the automated system on the plane, which was not fully disclosed to the FAA, allegedly. So now people are saying, when you book your flight, to look at the details and see which specific airplane, aircraft you're on and make sure it's not one of these. I don't know if I'm going to do all that. I know they are now. The FAA is looking into and inspecting more of these kind of planes. So that gives a little peace of mind. But this is definitely a wild scenario. But I think one of the most wild things out of it is that this alleged phone that went flying out at 16,000 feet, Still works and was found. So I don't know what the world is when an iPhone or a phone is more put together than an airplane, but that, that seems like a problem to me. But that honestly, that kind of concludes what's been going on this past few weeks. Um, I'm losing my voice at this point. I am doing in the Patreon bonus content, I'm talking all things golden globes drama, and the looks. So if you want to see that, make sure you join the Patreon bonus content. But for now, let's get into this week's shady stories. Shady story number one. Back in first grade, I found a gold bracelet on the ground in class. It was at the end of class, so early bus kids were gone, and regular bus time and walking kids were just waiting for the bell to ring. Sitting while the teacher read a short story to us. When everyone got up, I saw the bracelet on the floor, and my little kid brain just thought to pick it up and walk out and head home. It was at the end of class, so there was no time for the girl to realize she had dropped it. I knew exactly whose it was I mean, she was sitting in front of me in class, and it had her name on it. I then proceeded to give it to my mom when I got home, and I told her I found it on the walk home, and she never thought anything of it. The next day, the whole school was ordered to stay in class when, after attendance, early in the morning, The principal and other teachers were going class to class, looking through backpacks, and my class obviously had the most attention on it. They came in and borderline interrogated us six seven-year-old kids. Turns out the bracelet was solid gold given to her by her godparents, and it was worn quite a bit, as you can imagine, and worth a lot of money, made of solid gold. So for the past 18 years, I never told my mom how I actually got it. And she has since melted it down and turned it into earrings and a necklace for herself and had a matching set made for a future granddaughter but ended up having a sister so she got them and as it turns out the matching set also had a matching set of earrings. I think this is one of those secrets that I'm going to take to the grave with me. I just don't have the heart to tell my mom that I basically stole it from a little girl. I mean, I will say when you're like six or seven, you probably don't really realize what the value of solid gold is. So I would say that's pretty innocent, innocent enough. And honestly, I mean, having it melted into something else, it's too little, too late. That kid's never getting it back. Um, I would, I would say this one's like a seven out of 10. All right. Shady story. Number two. This shady story takes place last winter when my cousin had a destination bachelorette in the mountains for the snow and Christmas vibes. My cousin and her fiancé planned it as a conjoined bachelor-bachelorette since they had mutual friends and wanted to invite all the couples to a cabin. Arriving there, everything was great until the second night. The group decided to split up guys and girls, and us girls went for an evening wine tasting while the guys did their own plan. After the wine tasting, we decided to do a karaoke night that was at a local bar. One of my cousin's friends told the group she was going to call it a night since she was feeling dizzy from the wine tasting. We all insisted for someone to take the Uber with her, but her friend told us to just follow her location on our phones and that she'd be okay. We stayed a little longer and then went back to the cabin at around midnight to keep the party going with all the guys. Once arriving, the guys were already there drinking and hanging out. We thought nothing of it until we started asking for my cousin's fiance. Apparently, no one knew where he was and they were all avoiding of the question until one of the groomsmen said he went out for a last beer run. All was fine until my cousin decided to change and her bedroom door was locked. She thought it was weird but assumed her fiancé probably locked it for privacy until she heard some noises inside of the room. She ran to us girls and told us her suspicions and we all went outside to confront the boys. No one said anything, then my cousin asked her brother to take down the door. Her brother tried to calm her down that she was probably hearing the neighbors and to think nothing of it. My cousin wasn't having it and asked her brother to break the door open. When we all went back inside, but only my cousin and her brother went to the bedroom. Apparently, her fiancé opened the door and seemed normal. He said he was taking a nap to wait for us. I guess in his big brain, he thought all the suspicions would be dropped by just opening the door. But my cousin ran inside the room to find her friend hiding in the shower. I'll leave it to your imagination to imagine the scene that happened next, but there was no wedding after the bachelorette trip. This is actually so alarming because for many reasons, but when you're doing a bachelorette trip, those are your closest friends and sometimes family. So absolutely wild that they thought they could pull this. Um, Happy to hear that the wedding did not happen. And honestly, you dodged a bullet before you got married because at least you found out what kind of person you were marrying before you actually did it. Um, I'm going to say this one is like a 10 out of 10 for shadiness. Um, But that concludes this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I will see you in the next one. Bye everyone.